one come all. You have just entered the Fennell Adventures podcast, where living life to the fullest is the goal. Each week, you'll be uplifted, inspired, and encouraged with testimonies by phenomenal kids and adults that travel, follow dreams, set goals, and just enjoy life. Your hosts are me, Jace, my big sister, Jaya, my little brother, Merle, and our mom, Janae. And we are the Fennells. Knock, knock. Who's there? Living life to the fullest. Living life to the fullest who? Living life to the fullest you. Please tell us your name and how you live life to the fullest. Oh, I love that introduction. First of all, uh, my name is Quito Delgado. Um, first and foremost, I'm a husband. I'm a father to my, uh, to my beautiful daughter, Melina. And by day, I am, in, I am a professional salesman. Um, but the way I would say I live life to the fullest is I'm kind of like you guys in that I am the host of my very own podcast, Get On The Box, which is a podcast that shares relatable stories of everyday people walking in their purpose. And the idea is to share these stories to inspire others to tell theirs. So that's how I'm living life on the fullest. Where is your podcast name come from? That's a great question. So I'll give you a quick backdrop about my story and I'll, I'll give you guys the the cliff notes of it. Right. So I was very fortunate. I got a full athletic scholarship to play football in college. Um, so I, I played football and throughout my college days, you know, I stayed in great shape because I had to stay in shape in order to in order to participate. Right. You can't I played football. I was a wide receiver. You can't be wide receiver and, and be out of weight and out of shape. So I always worked out. I stayed in great shape. But here's the thing. I never really enjoyed working out. It wasn't something that I had a good time. You know, I, I didn't like it, but I had to do it because, again, you know, it's part of my uh, my job, if you will, as, as a student athlete. Well, fast forward. Great opportunity. I was able to go to school for free, if you will. No college debt. But then after I graduated, I kind of realized how much I did not like working out. And as a result, I ate what I wanted to eat, but then I got pretty big. Gained, I ended up being pretty, pretty, really overweight, I'll say. So I finally decided that I wanted to, to do something about my weight. So I went, I started going to this gym in my area and I was working out, pushing myself. There was trainers that I went to. It was like, basically it was a group class and we'd, We'd have different stations that we go to really high intensity. And, and it's just great being in that environment with other people with similar goals to mine because we encouraged each other. And uh, long story, I ended up losing 15 pounds and then I lose 20 pounds. I ended up losing 50 pounds throughout that process. But there is a term when you first started, you know, they would give you very easy, manageable weights. You know, they didn't want to push you too much because you were just getting started. They didn't want to like overwhelm you. Now, it was really important in my process of losing weight. I never felt overwhelmed. And they took baby steps. But eventually, as I'm sure you guys know, it's kind of like riding a bike. You got your training wheels. Maybe at one point, well, at some point, you got to take those training wheels off and you got to ride, you know, without the training wheels. Well, for me, and it got to a point in my working out where they said, all right, Keto, you've, you're getting stronger. You're losing weight. You, you can't keep using the same weights. You got to go to that next level. So there's a term at the gym. Like, let's say I want to do push-ups. 
well, there are these boxes off to the side. And what they would say is, oh, no, no, you can't do a regular pushup anymore. You got to get on the box. And when they say get on the box, that means you got to put your feet up on the box. And that means it's a, a bigger range of motion. You know, it, it's harder for you to do. And you're really just pushing yourself. You're challenging yourself to go to new levels that you thought maybe at one point weren't possible. So now I just thought, wow, that's just a really cool concept. Get on the box. And because it's really all about challenging yourself and going to that next level, I'm leaving your comfort zone behind. So I just figured, you know, when I do my podcast, I want to take that terminology, but it's apply it to everyday life. And I really believe that we all need to get on the box, just like you guys do. There was one day when you decided you wanted to write your book. Well, you got on the box, on the box and you wrote your book. And too many people are delaying in their greatness. They're putting stuff off. So the idea of the podcast is really to inspire everyday people to take action get on the box and, and tell their story. Oh, wow. That was a um, good story because the name came from. I'm glad you like it. You said goals like us, like you said. Uh, like with absolutely. And that's just one thing that I learned as a, um, you know, I think I already learned that and I don't want to ask myself a question, but I'll just <laughs> kind of just say to you, just because I think you're doing a phenomenal job. I just want to help you out a little bit in the fact that when I was in, playing sports really my entire life, the one thing that I learned along the way was goal setting. It's so important to set goals. You know, you a lot of people want things and they wish for things, but at the end of the day, you have to set a goal and not just write it down, but then you got to track your progress and, and tracking your progress helps hold you accountable. And I know there's no way you could start a podcast. There's no way you could, you know, do as good as you do in school, write the book that you write if you weren't writing down goals and, and holding yourself accountable. So I just want to commend, commend you guys as well, because um, you are, you've gotten on the box and, and you guys are such a great inspiration uh, to others, not, not just kids, but really even some adults who could probably take a page out of your book when it comes to uh, living out their dreams. And that was cool how you got a um, free scholarship to your college that you said in your school. Yep, that was that was really a blessing. That was um, I was actually in the right place, and there's a story behind that. I'll keep it brief, but I was at the right place at the right time, to be honest. Because I didn't I didn't go to a very good team uh, school. I mean, the school was good. Don't get me wrong, the school was very good, um, but our football team was terrible. Um, we were really bad. I was, we won two games my junior year and we won two games my senior year. So we were pretty bad. And I didn't have a lot of college coaches knocking on my door to say the least. But one day it was just my coach. And this is so important having people that believe in you. Uh, my coach, football coach came to me and my parents one after, or well, one week, I should say. He said, Hey, listen, I think Keto's good enough to play in college. And I He's not going to get discovered, you know, just playing his Saturday afternoon games here in the area. Our team's not good. You know, no, there's no coaches coming to watch him play. There's no media coverage. So we got to take matters into our own hands. Can I take him? And there was basically this one day showcase. Um, and I'm from upstate New York. I'm, I live in Albany, New York. And the place that we had to go to was in Massachusetts. It was that Holy Cross, which is about an hour and a half, two hour drive. So here it is, my coach telling my parents to trust him, you know, let me take Keto to this one day combine or showcase, if you will. So it was me, 
and probably 200 other kids in a similar situation. But the good thing is there were college coaches there. So it was really an opportunity for me to to put on a show, if you will. I, I ran really fast that day. I caught every ball they threw to me. I, I lifted and all that dif- different stuff. And I think the moral of that story is, you know, one is our faith. You know, my my parents, they said, okay, you know what? We we trust our coach. We, we trust in God. And we're not, he's not going to put our son in a bad situation. So they put that trust in him. And then, no, I was prepared. I did not let an opportunity that got, that I, that was presented to me, I made sure I showed out that day. And as a result, that was the summer of my junior year. So now that created a lot of momentum. A lot of coaches now saw me, they had an interest in me. So then going into my senior year, that's when they started to come to my games. And then that's when they started to come to my home, visit me. And I was very fortunate. I had about eight different scholarships. And then I chose to go to um, to Boston University and play football there. Yeah, it's not about the start, but the finish. The finish is important. And time is key. So you said on my first, your team wasn't doing good, but it paid off. Absolutely. I think that the powerful lesson there is you can't let your, you know, your circumstances dictate where did you want to go. I think a lot of people become, you know, a victim to their surroundings and their circumstances, and they always use that as a crutch. And I could have very easily said, you know what, my team isn't very good. I can't go to college. You know, I mean, well, I was still going to go to college. That wasn't an option. I had, I mean, the way I was raised, I was going to go to college, but I could have said, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not good enough to to get a a scholarship, and I always felt that, you know, because it was funny. I'd watch the news of the highlights, and they showing, you know, the teams because their teams were better than us. So the, all the news cameramen would go to their games, and they, they show all their highlights on TV. And I remember watching. I just had supreme belief in myself. And I'm like, I'm, and I wasn't, I wasn't cocky, but I said, I'm just as good as these guys. Just no one knows about me. I'm the best kept secret. <laughs> In the air, and that's kind of how I how I viewed myself, and I always had that confidence. And then, so then, when I had that opportunity, I was going to let it, you know, go by the wayside. Wow, well, it's fate. We believe was for you. It's for you. Mm, I like that. You're 100 percent right. Absolutely, you got to trust your own journey. So I agree with that 100. percent Explain one of your favorite podcasts. Explain one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, I have a, a quite a few uh, podcasts that I that I enjoy listening to. I think the number one podcast that I will probably listen to on a um, daily basis would be um, Trailblazers podcast. I think you guys got to reach out to him too to try to get him. I don't know; he's pretty busy, but his name is Stephen A. Hart, and he's the host of Trailblazers podcast or Trailblazers FM. And the reason why I think, I mean, first of all, anybody can listen to this show. But the reason why I think it's so great, I encourage you all to listen to it, just being young African-American children, is because he interviews, he highlights, I should say, the successes and the achievements of everyday African-American professionals. Uh, So he brings a new trailblazer, if you will, on his show every week. And he does, um, you know, they just, they, they, it's very similar to mine and even yours, quite honestly, but he's just highlighting the achievements of, of African Americans every day, just, you know, bankers, attorneys, doctors. And the reason why, just real quick, not to, to spend too much time on it, but he really started it because he has a daughter 
and he has a son similar in ages to you. And he was tired and concerned that the only images of, of black people on TV, successful people were athletes, were, af- were actors, were reality TV stars. And he says, you know what? I got to do something about that. So that was kind of his get on the box moment as a podcaster is that he wanted to show his children better images of African-Americans. So it's a really good podcast. I encourage anybody to check it out. It's not just for black people. There are stories of African-Americans, but we all can be inspired by these great trailblazers. So, and of course he's actually was on my podcast. So um, I'm really grateful that he came on the show too. I'll look him up. I think you'll like him. That's good. I wanted to know what's your favorite podcast on your show. Which my favorite podcast? I thought you said my. I thought you asked me what was the favorite podcast that I listened to. You mean what was my favorite episode? Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, like what's your what was your favorite somebody that came on or like what? Was- oh, that's easy. That's an easy question for me. It was you guys? I was so honored. I was so honored uh, to have you on my show. We just recorded it, so I don't know when you're going to air it, air this episode. So I don't know if it's going to time up or not, but. And I'm not just saying this. I just had a great, it was such a, 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 excuse me, a privilege being able to, to hear your story. And, and, and by the way, it was the first time that I had the opportunity to interview multiple people at once. So that I got to interview all four, you know, your, your mom, your sister, your brother. So that was cool. And I can honestly say still, you guys were the youngest guest ever of the podcast. So I think that was just so cool. And I'm just a big believer. Just again, I mentioned it a few times on, on, on your episode, but I'm just a firm believer in, you know, raising up our children to, to believe that they can do anything. And, uh, so it was just such an honor to be able to share my platform, you know, with you all to, to talk about your amazing books and your adventures, the face painting, your speaking. Oh, by the way, you do some great speeches, by the way, on Instagram. So, uh, yeah, that's my favorite podcast so far, my favorite episode. Thank you for trying something new with us. We had a great time on your show. Absolutely. And I had a good time talking to you guys, too. Sister Delgado, can you describe yourself in three words? That's a great question. Why so formal, (laughs) Mr. Delgado? Ooh. See, what I'm doing right now is I'm stalling. Like, that's a little tip. (laughs) Um, Three words is tough. You know, I, I, I take great pride in... You know, I'll just say husband, father. So that's two. You know, I think that this, that's just a big part of who I am. I try to just be the best husband and father I can and possibly be. The last word I just think is uh, I'm just optimistic. So husband, father, and, and I'm optimistic. And I can say other adjectives, but at the end of the day, that's really how I am. Um, if you had to describe me, or at least I'd hope someone would describe me. I try to see the good in every person, in every situation. Um, sometimes it drives my wife crazy that I, I don't overreact to certain things. Um, to be honest, she probably wishes I cared more, but it's not me not caring. It's just me just saying, okay, well, you know, I, again, growing up in the church, I always say, uh, my pastor says this, you can either, and I'm, it's not just him that says it, I'm sure, but, um, you can either, um, you can either worry or you can pray and you, you can't do both though. So I just choose to pray and, you know, that, that's why I, I find optimism. And, and everything. So husband, father, and um, and I'm someone who's optimistic. Cool. I'm also optimistic. I know you are. Which motto do you live by and why? Well, I think that's, I want to know if it's a motto. I mean, I guess it's my motto, but it's, it's 
you know, my, um, what I'm doing now, honestly, is, um, you know, it's tell your story. I'm big on that. Um, we have to, we have to tell our story for so many reasons. Um, I don't know how much time you have, but, um, I'll just say the reason why I'm, I'm so passionate about a, you know, living it, telling my story and walking in my purpose, which is really to inspire others to tell their story. Is this because I feel like when you walk in your purpose, when you like when you're doing what you what you love to do and your mom even touched on this when she was on my podcast is I just feel like you're happier. And and part of my optimism comes from because I'm so happy, I don't have time to be negative. I don't have time to not be, you know, to 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 care about what I don't have. Instead, I just I I'm grateful for what I have. And then part of it also is I think so many people when they're not happy. Here's the thing. It's tough for you to be happy for others. I mean, and you're, you're going to, you get this older as you get older, but when you're not happy, it's really hard for you to celebrate successes for other people when you're not happy yourself, because you're actually, you're jealous of them. You're secretly kind of rooting against them. So I choose, I think it's so important to, to tell your story. And that's just really my way of when you tell your story, you're walking in your purpose and you walk in your purpose, you're happy. And when you're happy, uh, you, you tend to be happy for others. Yeah. Always look on the bright side. Absolutely. What has been your biggest accomplishment thus far? Ooh, well, I think it depends on, you know, because I think, again, um, as you get older, you, you tend to put different things in different buckets. Um, I would say first getting married, right? I think, you know, not to turn this. I know, I know my audience here, so I don't want to talk too much. But I think whenever, if you can, you know, finding, you know, my wife and, um, you know, a, a partner, you know, my partner in crime. So that's clearly a great accomplishment. Um, and I wouldn't call it my accomplishment, but it's, uh, it's God's accomplishment. And <laughs> which was clearly um, the best day of my life was having our daughter, Melina. And I would say, though, just the way in which I'm raising her, um, I, I think so many people, I, I take great pride in this, um, in, in how we raise her. And I say we, it's not just me, but we raise her in a way. And I think it, people see it and they, they often compliment us on it. Like, wow, she's so well behaved. She's, she's well, I mean, she's only four, but she's like, you know, she loves to read. She's happy. And she just really, you know, again, she's only four years old, but I feel like she, she's a product of the way we are raising her. We, you know, so that's a big accomplishment of mine. Obviously going to school, you know, on a full athletic scholarship because, you know, basically I'm like the 1% of the 1%. You know, I don't know if you guys know the stat. This is a pretty cool stat. I saw it the other day, like eight, million students play sports every single year and only like 400,000 of them earn some type of athletic scholarship. So that was pretty cool. But then obviously I'll just do this last one. Um, I, and I'm just starting it out. I'm only, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I got a long way to go, but I, I just think the impact that get on the box has had in such a short period of time. I, I take great pride in that because, you know, I had zero experience with podcasting. I mean, much like you, you're, you guys are figuring it out, right? As you go, which is awesome. And so like for me to just be able to say, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to start it. I'll figure it out. If you go back to some of my early episodes, they were terrible. Like just the way I did it. I wasn't very good, you know, how I you know, ask questions and stuff. So that was just a big accomplishment, just getting on the box, if you will, and 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 going all in on the podcast. And now though, I'm getting messages from, at first it was just like just your family members, right? You know, 
doing good job and you know but now like people who i don't even know reach out to me you know send me an email or send me a message on instagram saying i love the episode oh that was so helpful so like that impact you know with the with the podcast um you know obviously uh means a lot so what about your name kika where does that come from Ah, that's a cool. That's a great question. I can't take I can't take any credit for that. My so my mom and my dad. My dad was a professional basketball player in Puerto Rico, and uh, one of his friends, while he was there, his name was Quito. So then, when they had me, they decided we want to name him Quito. So he spelled his name with a Q, though. I spell mine K I T O. So that's that's how that came about. It was a fr- it was a teammate of my dad. That's cool. Yeah. Which words of advice can you provide to our listeners? Ooh. Well, I always say this. When you're um, trying to give advice to somebody, advice can only be received based off of the stage that they're in. So um, the advice that I can give, it's kind of hard just to give advice without knowing the stage you know, who do you want me to give advice to? Do you want me to give advice to kids? Do you want me to give advice to an adult? Do you want me to give some advice to someone who wants to, what kind of advice do you think, who do you want me to address this to? And then I think that would probably help me, you know, Garrett, um, share some advice with them. Can you give advice to our kid listeners? Okay. So with a kid, I can almost steal your answer, to be honest, because I think you gave a great answer on my podcast which is to not wait until you're older to do the things that you want to do. For example, you wanted to write books or, you know, your sister wanted to do face painting. You want to do speaking, Um, whatever the case may be. Just imagine like if you decided to, to wait until you were an adult to do that. Well, that's 15, that's 20 years of inspiration that you that you waited to share. Um, I think too many kids, and not even just the kids, I think maybe it's some parents that may be listening, you know, there's that old saying, they're only, and then they say their age, they're only six, they're only eight. Well, the thing about it is like my daughter, she's four years old. Well, she's lived four years longer. Well, let's just say you as an example, you're nine years old. My daughter's four. So you have five more years. You have five more years of experience than she does. So you can teach her a lot of things that she doesn't know. So I guess my biggest advice to a child is never underestimate your experiences and how they can inspire and help others. That's good advice. Thank you. I'm trying. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Wow, that's a great question. If I can go anywhere in the world, hmm. Well, this is kind of cheesy, but I think for now, what it would be is only because, you know, there's the whole saying, and you'll get this one day, but happy wife, happy life. So we've been married, me and my wife, for what is it, seven, eight years. And for our 10 year anniversary, uh, my wife says she wants to go to Spain. So I guess for now, Spain would be a place. And that's just because I just know it's a place that she really wants to go and experience. And uh, I think it'll be fun. And also it would be in celebration of a pretty big milestone for us. So I'd say Spain, but that's just only just really knowing that that's why I know where she wants to go. So 
happy wife, happy life. <laughs> Spain is a good place. We went there. Oh, really? How was it? It was good. Cool. We did a cruise to the Med- on the Mediterranean Sea. So we flew in to Barcelona and mm. uh, we stayed there for a couple of days. And then we went to France and Italy. So we went on... Um, we went on La Ramba, you know, the famous street in uh, Barcelona. That was pretty cool. Mm, that's cool. I'm not quite as uh, a good of a traveler as, as you are, but I'm thinking I'm going to put this idea in your mind. Since you got, you got three years to write a book on a book of adventure for, for Spain. And then that way we can read your books. And then we go, we have, you, we can use your book kind of like as our tour guide. <laughs> How do you plan on making the world a better place? I think I've already, I've started it you know, by the podcast. And again, it's not, and I always say this um, to anyone that will listen to me, the reason why, and I'm biased, um, and I don't say this from a place of arrogance, but I think my podcast is good, not because of me, but because of the amazing stories that I hear. I mean, it's not just stories of inspiration. Yeah, I mean, that's great. I mean, we could all kind of get pumped up and, and feel good about what we hear, feel really inspired. But eventually that kind of that inspiration goes away after a while. You know what I mean? You're going to have those tough days. And so I'm really big on my show of, of really trying to have the the main character. That's what I call you guys who who who, um, who go on. I try to have the main character share tips like about best practices or resources that they use to help them each and every day, right? Some tricks and all that type of stuff. So it is inspirational, but I love the fact that our our guests also share those resources because I'm a big believer that success leaves clues. So sure, you can try to figure it all out on your own, but I feel like if you tune into my podcast anyway, and so many great podcasts, but if you tune into my podcast, not only are you going to be inspired, but then I'm actually going to, or I should say the the guests of the show are going to share something that maybe you didn't know before. And I think that's really powerful because hopefully I want you to to leave my episode A, feeling good about taking that leap of faith, but then feeling a little bit more prepared to do it. So um, that's how I feel like the Get On The Box podcast can can really help others and inspire others and like leave my mark, if you will. I have a few other ideas. I'm not ready to, to air them yet, but um, I'll tell you, I'm just going to say this for you and maybe I'll come back when I'm, when it's all done or I'm closer to launching it. But I definitely have a, a passion for for students. Um, I have a passion for athletes, um, sports, and I want to be a resource to them and their families. And I'll leave it at that. And uh, we can do a follow up one day. But I think I think it's going to help a lot of families in their in their trajectory in their trajectory. Eh, excuse me, trajectory. If I execute on it right. Yeah, I listen to your podcast. It's really nice. Um, thank you for um, thank you for that. I hope I'm glad. Uh, you like it and uh, make sure you, this goes for everybody. I think you guys already did though. Um, but for everybody else who's list, who wants to listen to my podcast, but also this podcast, a big help to all of us is if you hit that subscribe button. So you got to subscribe to the show so that um, it helps us with our rankings. But thank you for tuning in. I know you guys subscribe. And I think you guys left a review too. So thank you so very much. How can people contact you? Absolutely. It's a great question. So, I am on, we have a, a, a podcast page for Instagram. We're trying to grow it. Not quite as good as you are, as you are um, yet, but uh, we're trying to grow the Get On The Box podcast page. And we have a Twitter page. So 
both of those platforms are get on the box. So get on the box and then P-O-D, which is short for podcast. So get on the box pod. That's Instagram and on Twitter. And then what I did was um, because, again, I am, you know, just for myself, my own personal brand, if you will. I do have my own website, Kito, K-I-T-O, Delgado, D-E-L-G-A-D-O. And go there. And the reason why you want to go to that website is because that's where I put together all the show notes for each ep- for each main character that I have on the show. So I don't want them just to just, you know, talk all this great information and then that's it. I want to do a nice little write up for them. So like, for example, for your all for your episode, it was ketodelgado.com forward slash fennel adventures. So if somebody types that in, they can go and get to learn more about you, find your books, you know, find you on Instagram, on Twitter. So I wanted to do that. So that's at ketodelgado.com. And then for anybody who just wants to get to know me a little bit more and uh, see behind the scenes, if you will, with my family, you know, my wife, Rachel, Molina. I am on Instagram. That's primarily where I am for that personal page. And that's Keto underscore Delgado. Hi, Delgado. It's me, Burl. What's up, buddy? My book. I'm so- my book. I think ABC's of Texas. I can send her one. Oh, thank you. you know, I'm going to tell you something. Melina loves to read. I mean, there's two things that she loves to do the most. Um, she dances. So she dances all the time. She practices dancing. And then the second thing is she's a ferocious reader. She loves to read. So she would love to get a book from you. And the only thing is you have to sign it. Okay. Awesome. Are you ready for the would you rather question? Absolutely. Shoot. I want to hear them. If you happen to be an eagle or a lion. Ooh. Wow. That is a phenomenal question. Mm. And I really wish now I had seen that question beforehand so I could really figure it out. Let's see. Eagle or a lion? Mm. I would, I don't know, because I feel like lions, I love lions and like, you know, kind of like they, they you know, they're, um, you know, they're, what's the word, the prestige, if they will, if they have the, they're the king of the jungle. But at the end of the day, they do have to eat people. I mean, eat people. They eat other animals and they're kind of feared. Um, and I, you know, I'm not sure I want to be feared in that manner. So um, I kind I think I want to be an eagle, just kind of soar above, look down, not look down, but like I figure I look at it from a standpoint, I put a positive spin on it, look out for everybody. And I feel like being high up in the air, the, the more success I am, the, the higher I rise and the more success I experience, the more people I can reach back and, um, and bring up with me. So I kind of use that metaphor and I'll go with the eagle. That's a good question. You started out. Would you rather be invisible or fly? Ooh, invisible or fly? Wow. I mean, see, whenever I think of these questions, I want to. I always think about what is the the best. You know, what's the number one positive for each? So I would say fly because I can get somewhere quicker. Like I don't really care if people can't see me. Like at the end of the day, um, so for me, flying, I'm able to get to where I need to get to quicker. So let's say somebody was in danger. I could like fly across town, help them out. I can save them. Or if I'm running late for something, for an appointment, I can make up time. So for me, it's flying. I can get, I, I can get to where I need to go quicker. So I'm going to go with flying. Would you rather stay up all night or get up early? Ooh, that's a good one. I feel like they're both beneficial because if you go to bed 
like my daughter, like Melina, she goes to bed around 730. And then if Rachel goes to bed, my wife, then it's quiet and I can get stuff done. Because again, I got my full-time job during the day. So like when I'm up late, so I think your definition, some people may think you stay up late and as like a bad thing. Like you're up part of something. Like for me though, a lot of times I'm up late and I'm working on, you know, the podcast, whether it's booking guests, whether it's writing show notes, whether it's editing. And that's kind of like my quiet time to get a lot of stuff done. Now on the flip side though, the morning is a great time as well. So I think either or works. I think I tend to do better by working at night. Um, but when I have to, um, I definitely have no problem getting up early. Um, but I'm, I think I'm more of a night owl just because it allows me to do more once, um, you know, the family goes to sleep in the morning. It's kind of tough because I know at some point they got to get up and I got to help get Melina ready. I got to feed Rocky. We have a dog got to feed Rocky. I got to make the coffee. I got different roles I got to fulfill. And then someone's like, even if I get up at four thirty, five o'clock, you know, I come six thirty, seven. I got to put it. I got to be done. Whereas at night I can stay up all night, go to bed at two thirty, three o'clock, get up at six, six thirty, and and be fine. So no, it's a long, that's a long winded answer, but I'm gonna go with I'd rather stay up late. Thank you so much for this opportunity. No, are you kidding me? Thank you. I can't believe I'm on this awesome podcast, listening and I should say talking to some awesome kids and uh I'm just honored and thrilled that you guys would even ask me to be on your your cool podcast. We would like to thank our sponsor, Little Ones Like Me, which is a children's salon located at 2879 East Point Street, East Point, Georgia. Bring your daughter to become even more beautiful with the creative hair design. Make an appointment by calling 678-973-0270. And make sure to tell them Jason too. Bye. Thank you for listening, because I know you could have spent your time doing something else. We hope you've been inspired. Subscribe to Finel Ventures podcast, website, and check us out next week. Also, follow our Instagram at Finel Ventures and check us out on Facebook, too. We will upload new episodes every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Finel Ventures signing off until we meet again. Bye!